Hey guys, we are back. Sorry we've been gone for about two and a half weeks. Um, welcome back to Espresso Thoughts. I'm Andrew and my co-host is Raquel Peruge. Peruge. We haven't quite had a guest appearance yet, so it's still us two. Just us two. Um, we just want to apologize for a little bit of a break. Uh, our schedules have been a little crazy. Uh, as we let you know, before we took off, we headed down to Cali, but even when we came back, I'd say life has been a little hectic. Yeah, normally when we record, it's on the weekend. But our week is And our just weekends been... have been packed. And then we're like, Monday. Monday has my name on it. We didn't get it done Monday either. Oh, we're so. sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew was kind oh, of under hey, the weather. We'll cover that later. He had his handball tournament when we got back from California, and then he didn't take care of himself over the weekend. Too much hot dogs and beer. I wasn't around to take care of him. And so his health, his immune system went down the drain. And he got sniffles and needed me to take care of him. So we all know what happens with boys and sniffles. Yeah. They're they're down and out. So we figured that today we'll just maybe just kind of give you a recap of what our last two and a half weeks have been, what's all gone on. Um, Do you want to start with a game though? Get you warmed up. Yeah. Get you. Get my brain going. Your brain lubricated. The juices, the juices flowing. Yeah, let's do it. What do you got for us? Well, you know, this article is from lifehacks.com. And we're going to ask you some questions today, Andrew. All so. right. Ask away, Raquel. All right. Um, how would you describe your childhood? My childhood was a very active childhood. Did a lot of things, sports, going to different sibling events going on, normally sports related. Um, so very active. Anything else stand out that would you describe your you, that you would use to describe your childhood? Um, chores or like character building things like that. Constipation. Constipation. <laughs> now nah, that's one word. I, suppositories would be the other word. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, what are your personal goals? Uh, personal goals would be to, um, live. Like, not necessarily, like, financial goals. Correct. But, like, personal goals. Like, how you want to develop as a person over the next five, ten years, Mm. two years. I would like to be able to be, this is gonna, this is gonna sound sad, but have an emotional stability of like a flat line where if something good happens to me, I don't necessarily get overtly excited and like, woo, this is awesome. But if something bad happens to me, I don't also get into this depression mode. You know, I, I basically can stay flat with my emotions. I think what you're describing is like when you get to that place of being you know who you are. Yes, exactly. And the negative you know where it. you're going and you know what's important to you and the negative things that happen in life don't stray don't you from that. Don't sway you, yeah. And when you have successes Should we call it being enlightened? You're hum <laughs> you are humble. Yeah. And you are humbled by your successes instead of and grateful for them instead of like Correct. You know. Who even clapped for me? So what should we call it? Well, that's what I just described it. I know, but we should put a word to it. Well, I think that's a really good thing. Enlightened. I think, I think that's something we both should strive for. Yeah. I don't think enlightened is really the right, Why right don't we word. We call it satisfied. Mm, no, that's that not sad. Sad. That's horrible. <laughs> sounds kind of no. Sad. It's when you know who you are, you know where you're going, and you know it's important. And this, the failures and successes don't change who you are. Yeah. All your failures and successes don't change who you are. That you is truly that is know my who you are my goal, man. my personal goal. You truly know who you are as a man or a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Political much? <laughs> you know who you are as a man or a woman. Not either or. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm done talking about Boundaries. that. Boundaries. Boundaries. What makes you insecure? Um, what makes me insecure? You probably won't want to say it because you'll feel very insecure by saying it. Are we talking like... Like, size of my stuff? Is that what we're talking about? I want anything. Any, anything? It could be a physical thing, a uh, 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 materialistic thing. What well, makes you feel insecure? 
and it's something that like you know deep inside it kind of it's like an insecurity of yours i think everyone has at least one. Oh my and it could be really dumb because normally it's the dumb things that make us feel insecure well normally one of my insecurities is like I, I never feel like i have enough money in the bank if that makes any sense like i i want to continue to make it more and more and rarely do i feel secure that i have enough money in my bank um make you feel insecure a little bit as a person though because of that yeah like oh i'd I'd like to have at least fifty thousand dollars in my bank account or like a hundred thousand that would make me feel really like safe and secure in case but does it make you feel personally insecure though like, like insecure personal insecurity. I would say so. Not like yeah. Not like oh, totally. secure financial security. No, I would say insecurity. it's it's definitely personal insecurity. Nice. Yeah. Anything else you want to say uh, on that? <laughs> maybe some uh, certain physical attribute sizes, possibly a little I insecure really? about. I don't know. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm hearing this. I don't know. Why? I don't know. You shouldn't be, and I should know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel Close like every guy thinks that they should be more in that area. Uh, not every guy. I don't know. Maybe that's my real five to ten year goal to be. Forget about the. So you uh, want to like be taller, or you want to like be. No, <laughs> not taller necessarily. <laughs> so interesting. Interessante. Um, what do you expect from a love relationship? Um, generally with a love relationship, now are you talking like... Like, like what do you see together? What do you expect from it? A.K.A. Right now, you're married, so... My spouse. Your spouse. You. Um, well, what I like to... You know, a lot of people assume that a marriage, um, or a relationship, there's a lot of, like, physicality. And I know when you're... When you're younger... You're told, like, hey, don't just go for the attractive individual, but go for the person with the good, um, I just lost, okay. lost the word Take for it. Take your time. You're good. No, the, um, it's not brains, but, like, basically the person that you can really actually see yourself with along, because they're always like, well, the body will deteriorate, so you got to basically fall in love with the person for who they are, not how they look. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... And, you know, when you're young, you're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. She has a great personality. Um, but I really think <laughs> that that's quotes. true because, again, you know, like, let's say that the physical side, yeah, that, that can totally be great. But at the same time, if you don't enjoy being with the person hanging out. So in a love relationship, I really, truly like to be with an individual spouse. Kind of what I expect is to be able to, like, hang out and enjoy our time together Mm -hmm. um that's generally a big thing for me maybe not argue a whole lot although debates are okay but you know sometimes arguments can kind of arise a lot um but i don't feel like we argue that much no it's just i feel that we're so used to not arguing in our relationship that when we have something that's important to whether it's important to me or important to you and we have to really get it across to the person it, it feels like an argument because it's like, hey, I get that like we are the so similar and like yeah. we get along so well. And we never argue, but you got to take this serious. Yeah, and I need you to take this serious. Totally. Kind of thing, you know. And so we're not used, maybe in the past, not been used to that. Yeah. So it feels maybe to you like an argument. And also with the with the significant other, you always want that individual who, if you're having like a tough day or something, you can always go to them and like kind of lean on them if you need it um and just kind of be emotional support for you you. expect um quality time out of a relationship you expect someone who emotionally and mentally you can connect with Mm -hmm. any other expectations you have out of a love relationship well i mean i'm expecting there to be obviously physicality stuff as well so like she's got to like keep it tight you know what no <laughs> i'm just saying that like i'm expecting that you're gonna be probably having intercourse and things like that if that wasn't ever happening then that would not be good relationship probably not in my opinion um anything else any thoughts on expectations in relationships no 
What do you think? I think. I see you think. I see the gears expectations turning. Expectations are kind of bad. Because me, me expectations is when you assume somebody will think this, do this, and be this. But there's a difference between expectations and standards. Uh huh. And having a standard for your relationship and a standard for for what you know is important to you in a in a in a partner is important. And so, yes, expectations are dangerous because you're just expecting that someone will be something, do something, think something, know something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so expecting someone to, and assuming things in your relationship isn't really a healthy thing at all. But having a standard and knowing what's important and really keeping sort of tabs on where your relationship's at is important to me. I think that's important. Like having a standard of what you want your relationship to be instead of, you know, allowing it to deteriorate over time, you know. I think that there are some things that you can expect in a relationship. I I do understand where you're coming from. But, but I'm the, calling it a standard. Correct. I think that there's two, but you can have both of those. Uh-huh. For example, you can have someone who expects, again, the emotional support of like, hey, like we're, we're a couple, we're best friends. Like if I need emotional support, I kind of expect that you will be there to for me. To me, though, the difference between expectations and standards are expectations are thinking something's going to be there expecting it correct no matter what you do to protect it so expecting that we're gonna have um emotional in- like connection correct. being able to talk to each other without any effort on your part or my part mm-hmm. whereas a standard is this is what's this is my standard for a relationship this is the quality i want in our relationship and knowing that that's what the standard I go for is means it kind of shows like I'm willing to also put action behind it. I'm willing to to work f- to have that healthy relationship instead of just expect it to be there. Yeah, I I would I hear where you're coming from. I would say though that if you've gotten to the point where I'm not putting in any effort and yeah, I'm still expecting yeah. it, the relationship is not a relationship anymore. If I I'm know, not contributing, therefore, that is a that's the what a lot of people's marriages is for the years. I agree with what you're saying, but you yeah. gotta realize that that's marriage for a lot of people. Is. is expect expectations. Don't get married. That no, with kidding. no like intention behind it, no yeah. effort behind it, they just expect things from the other person. They totally. expect their marriage to be good. Yeah. Without willing to put in the work and the intention behind it. Yeah. So I know you say that, but you gotta realize that's where people, a lot of people's marriages are at. You know, totally. or relationships are at. Totally. And I know you don't know that because your parents have a great relationship. No, I remember my mom <laughs> left the house one night. We were all a little scared. She wouldn't come back. I think it was our kid, us as kids' fault. My dad was being acting like a kid as well, so that probably didn't help. But Uh-oh. That was like one time I remember. Speaking of kids, do you want children? Yes, I do. What are your thoughts on children? Um, Kids are great. Again, like I've like I've mentioned in previous episodes, kind of like watching siblings raising their kids is not that I'm saying I'm an expert, but it's been great to see kind of like things that seem to work, some things that seem to maybe not necessarily work. Um, but I think kids are are great. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to being a dad and raising my own kid and being there for someone and loving them unconditionally, you know. And so I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun, but it's definitely going to be challenging. I'm not saying it's just going to be a breezy, easy breezy, because that's easy not breezy. true. Nice. So, but I am glad because I feel like I have married someone who's got very good maternal instincts, so I'm happy and excited on that aspect in regards to it's not like I'm going to be pulling 200% of the weight instead of just doing my 100%, you know, so. <laughs> Doing your 100%. Yeah. Not to be both the, the man and... Woman, husband and wife, mother and father. Um, what do you find attractive in a woman? Um, I actually find, it's kind of funny, but like almost an independent characteristic. Someone who can be independent and basically take care of themselves is actually what is very attractive to me. Which is funny because if they're independent, then they don't need, like, I don't know, it's weird. Why would they be with you if you're, they're independent? But Do you feel like I was independent when you met me? I do, do I you? did, yeah. I 
was and trying to continue to be independent (laughs) it's hard because like it's like oh be independent but be there and nurture your family nurture your husband take care of him take care of your home it's a hard balance of like my natural instinct is to be very independent and that's how i was when we were dating and when we met me and and it's hard because you're like oh i want to nurture and be like invested in your husband correct but it's also like how do you balance that with what your independence and the things that are important to you personally? You know? Yeah. Crazy stuff. Much if I like aren't around, I'm just super independent, super super attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> so, like, a woman who cooks for you isn't attractive. No, it is attractive. That's more like something you just like. All right, what expectations do you have? Never mind. I'm going to go with that. Don't go there, girlfriend. How would you describe your family and close friends? Um, Very loving, very caring. Um, I mean, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's the whole stereotypical, like, they have your back kind of mentality um if anything were to happen there they'd drop everything and be there for you kind of thing so that's kind of the fam bam in a nutshell sounds like you're set we might have differences but when push comes to shove again you know we're family yeah so yeah if you're willing to share this what's the worst thing you've ever done that you felt guilty about after (sighs) And if you're not willing to share it, I'd rather you just say that than make up something that's not true. <laughs> uh, what's the worst thing I have ever done? I mean, and I know you haven't done many bad things, and everything we do, it's not really like a bad thing. It's like just a learning opportunity. But if there if there's one thing that stands out to you as like I regret it, and like oh, you feel biggest regret, yeah, kind oh. of like worst thing you ever did. Normally, worst thing you ever did is normally a regret of some kind. Like, I regret that if I could go back. I think if you're willing to share it, you, it would help the people. But I understand yeah. that normally your biggest regret or worst thing you felt you'd ever did is feel personal. So I respect your... Yeah, I would say probably my biggest regret in life would probably be losing my virginity in high school. I think that that was a poor, poor choice and I did regret it. Really? Yeah. How long did it take for you to regret it? Oh, it was, I mean, basically once it happened and, you know, I think that when you end up finding the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you can't necessarily give that to them, you regret that. But also, you know, when you're with other individuals or you're in other relationships and it's it's just kind of something that's on your mind Mm -hmm. for quite a bit, I mean, I would say years, you probably regret it. So. Yeah. Hmm. Tiffany, thoughts for people who are um, in high school? Since that's your one of your regrets, <laughs> you say you have. Yeah, I would say that you know, in high school, if you do end up being in a relationship, like things, things will always continue to progress because they can only stay in the same spot for so long before you have to move further and further along until the point that you are ended up, you know, having sex. Whether that's something you wanted or not. Correct. It's just, it it will end up happening. Um, So. Just out of curiosity for, like, other people who might be listening, did you, like, talk about, like, oh, we are, aren't going to, like, or was it not really, like, you didn't have, like, a set standard or boundary, and that's why it eventually led to that? I mean, we had talked about not, but... It just eventually happened. It eventually happened. Because it wasn't happened. like a set boundary set Correct. or anything. Correct. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Your deep, dark regrets. If you could move anywhere you wanted, where would you move to? Like, you get a good house there. 
Good job there. Anywhere. 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 Hmm. I would, I mean, I love where we live. I love the area. I'd, I'd move on really? to the other you could side. Have any house, any job, anywhere, and you'd choose Hood River. <laughs> it's it's hard to be in regards to... It's a long winter, buddy. A long winter. Yeah. I mean, when we were down in Santa Barbara, that was pretty cool. Um, just where we were staying at. I think like, he, we liked Santa Barbara because it wasn't, like, we were, full-on Southern California, but it was, like, warm-ish. Plus, we were, like, in the on the cliff side or somewhere with, like, beautiful view of the ocean and a nice big house. I could see us so. in Santa Barbara. Yeah, that was a lot of if fun. If money was an issue. Yeah. <laughs> I love to remote for work, if that's yeah. possible. You think you could do that, though, without being distracted? Oh, totally. What's your favorite food, if you had to have a favorite food? Oh, stroganoff. What? You cooked it once for me. What's your favorite animal? Uh, man, I do like dogs. Oh, you do not like dogs. Don't even do. kid yourself. I do like if dogs. If you actually had to take care of a dog, you would hate it. Listen. If you had to constantly vacuum up its hair, clean up its nasty smelling poop, train it to stop jumping on you, get rid of the drool, you wouldn't like it anymore. If I got to choose the dog. Yeah, but dogs don't come with this like they have to be trained and taken care that's of that's fine i think a fish is your favorite animal because you <laughs> take some minimal did you know i used to have an aquarium growing up i actually had a aquarium. couple yeah with some fish in it what happened to them did they die well one started poking the eyeballs out of others it was weird <laughs> what yeah it was a very Are you violent serious? fish yeah that's, that's such a disturbing story yeah Oh my gosh. It was nasty. That's so weird. You've never told me this. I'm so disturbed. Yeah. You raise like demon fish? Apparently. It was, oh. a, it was a little baby tiger shark or something. Oh my goodness. Some sort of shark breed. All right. Speaking of fish, would you rather go fishing or hiking? Oh, those both sound horrible. Hiking though? Because hiking's less bad than fishing. Correct. Hiking is less bad than fishing. <laughs> but can it be a very short hike? Are women equal to men? Um, Didn't see that coming, did you? No, but I mean, I would say no. And So women are better is what you're saying. Exactly. No, be honest. I mean, listen, there's a reason why we're called men, and there's a reason why <laughs> you guys are called women, because really? we are different. Now, if you're saying equal in the respect... I didn't say different or men and women different. I said are men and women equal. Now, equal in what aspect? I didn't say are they different. I said are they equal. But equal in what aspect? Whatever thoughts you are on this, you get to share. Okay. So, are they equal in work ethic and all that? Yes. Can they equally bench press the same amount across a, a generic or an average standard? No. Can they equally, you know, so there are definitely differences, but I mean, equality wise, yes, men and women are equal for sure, but we're definitely different. Now, now that you clarified that you didn't say different, you said equal, then yes, I would say men and women are equal. Yes, I agree. Men and women are very different, though. Correct. We have different strengths Correct. and different weaknesses. That's a sneaky question. Like, I know, I literally said it happened. Women have, like... When men naturally have insane upper body strength. Correct. If they're a healthy, functioning male, they Correct. do. And women don't, they have to work a lot harder to get that insane yeah. amount of upper body strength. Whereas men have much stronger lower body strength. And yeah. That's just kind of how we are. And there's lots of differences. Women are so much better at so many, naturally so, many, so much better than men at so many things, Correct. I think. And I don't know why God made us that way. <laughs> yeah. But I think men have so many wonderful qualities, too, that women don't inherently have uh-huh. that aren't just, like, physically drawn. Like, men are are very, like, giving and, I think, protecting and mm-hmm. and want to make peop- women happy. All these great yeah. things that men have inherently, if besides just, like, the physical, the fact that men can be physically stronger than women if yeah. they, you know. But as far as equality, yeah, there's no difference. No, you know? exactly. You could talk about this all day. Like, there's definitely no doubt that women contribute 
huge to society, if not yeah. more than men, you know. So, yeah. A woman really can do anything a man can. It's just yeah, they are, they're not the same, you know. Yeah, they're exactly. They're not the same. And they the have same. different strengths. Yep. Agreed. Cool. Well, we could keep going. But I feel... Like we need to talk about That our... Andrew has a lot to talk about, you know. Andrew always can talk. You give him a mic and a soapbox and he's gone, so... Well, this is your chance, buddy, to be the star. All right, so I looked it up and our last podcast was posted on May 25th. So, we are going to catch you up from May 25th to today, which is June 11th. Yes, good. All right, so first things first, we went to California. California. How was that? Cali, baby. Went to San Diego. We left Sunday morning at like 5 a.m. Tell me about the plane. Dude, I'm not even at the airport yet. Oh, wow. We left our house at like 5 a.m., right? Yeah, we actually had someone come into the coffee stand early so we could get coffee. No, we did. We went to the coffee stand, got coffee, went to the airport, got dropped off. Um, went, got to the PDX, got through security pretty fast. Lost mom for a second when we checked our bags. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we went to check our bags and mom just like disappears. We like oh look for her for like gosh. 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I finally call her. She's like, oh, it's waiting for you. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Uh, so get through security really fast. Get through security, use the bathroom. You get patted down, take... <sighs> Forever, as always. I get, I get my normal pat down. Um, so tell, tell AKA, us why you get a pat down. I don't like going through the little x-ray machine. That's and why. that's um, just for so people... Uh, lots of people don't. You can research it if you want to know why. So anyway, what can you do to get out of the x-ray? What do you have to say? You just say, I, would like to op- I don't want to go through that. I'm opting out. Uh, I'm opting out. Like you say, and they, they give you someone to pat you down real quick. So if you're a female, the TSA will assign a female to come yeah. over to you when they're available. It's essentially a free take, massage, you know. Yeah, except for the California people. They were getting, like, super deep tissue massage. They were touching every they spot. They touch every like, spot every time, babe. No, but, I like, know. they were really slow uh, down they, in California. But Portland, they just kind of, like, brush, 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 brush. No, they touch every spot on your body pretty much. Yeah. And if you have a, a problem with that, then maybe don't get the pat should down. Should I get a pat down? I should probably try it out You should probably times. try it out when it's just to experience it. But I don't like going Do through the x-ray machine. Because I think it's sketchy AF. Do, do they so. pat down Peter? They'll touch it. Yeah. Really? Yep. They wow. go up the leg, swipe down. They want to make sure there's nothing... They don't like linger on would it, but you, they swipe it. Would you be offended if and they, they had... swipe your breast well, yes, with the back of their hand? Breasts. Well, I'm just saying they will swipe it. Just so you know. Would you be offended if there were no male TSA agents and only? Females? No, I would not be offended. She could go at it for all I care, <laughs> but they won't allow that. So yeah, so that's what a pat down. So you can, if ever you guys don't like the X-ray machine you can opt you say i opt out and they will put you to the side and wait for someone that's available to come get you they will then pat you down and they'll grab your luggage they don't let you. kids go through it they don't let i think pregnant people go through Correct. it and they don't let like really older people go through it oh, i don't know about that actually that's not true if they have a wheelchair they won't anyway no i saw someone get out of the original and go in and i thought Are it was really weird. Never seen well, it before. anyway um yeah so yeah, got the security really fast, went to the bathroom, and then Andrew's like, I Breakfast. need a bagel sandwich. I need food. It's and like, I forgot my AirPods in my suitcase. Like, I just checked. Buddy, <laughs> it's 6.30 in the morning. You don't need food. <laughs> oh my goodness. So he gets himself a bagel sandwich. And then he realizes he doesn't have AirPods. Oh, so sad, mate. And so he has to be on the plane without AirPods. But my mommy is Best like, mother you, can have ever. My, you can have my headphones. Honey, you can have my headphones. And he's like, you're my favorite son. He, he's like... Okay, thanks, Mom. <laughs> and she's like, oh, of course, sweetheart. Anyway, and then we get in the airplane. Um, I tried to get Andrew to watch Crazy Rich Asians with me because it's free on the plane because on Alaska Airlines, they have, like, free movies. He refused. Refused, refused hard. Refused hard. Hard. And it hurt my feelings very much. So I did my own thing. I listened to podcasts and music on the plane. And I don't know what Andrew did. Watch some scary movie, probably. What did you do on the plane? I watched... Oh, yeah. Then he ordered... Batman he's like, Lego movie. He's like, I just want you to know ahead of time, I think I'm going to order a uh, whiskey because, you know, it's like my little vacation. No one like a whiskey on the plane. I'm like, okay. Then he orders a c- r- Coke. I want to mix a little rum and Coke. He, 
Whiskey or Coke? Rum and rum. Coke. Either one. Whiskey or did rum. You, I can't remember which. You ordered whiskey, I thought. Did I think, I, I, think I did a Jack Daniels whiskey with, with Coke. And he's like, I'm going to get a Coke. And it's like, buddy, yeah, since when are you... It's like, buddy, since when no, are you... speak up. No. <laughs> Shut up. Since when are you drinking Coke all of a sudden? And he's like, don't judge me. And I'm like, I'm not judging you, but you make your own decisions. Anyway, he didn't feel good after drinking the Coke, so... Yeah. Anyway, we land in San Diego. Wait, you missed the the, about, the plane delay and the poop smell. I was about there to was say a that. Poop smell on the plane. We land in San Diego thirty minutes late because the plane took off thirty minutes late because there was an issue with the bathroom. Now Andrew claims that he smelled really bad farts or poop the entire plane ride. I didn't smell that at all. It's I was horrible. fine, and we were sitting next to each other, so I'm not sure what he was smelling. But he says he was smelling something horrible, and he could barely stand it. Which means it must have been really bad because he has a high tolerance. I do. Which is weird. But it was horrific. Anyway, I didn't smell a thing. And I was sitting next to him like a seat over. So, whatever. Anyway, we land in San Diego about 30 minutes late. We, um, in order to maximize efficiency, Andrew, we like, Andrew, you get the rental car and we'll get our bags, like our checked bags. And then we're like, you can come pick us up with the rental car. So, mom and I get the checked bags. Before Andrew's even on the bus to go to the rental place. So yeah. then we're like, well, we might as well just go to the rental place too. So we get on the bus. Right after, after me. The next bus. And we go to the rental place. We meet up with him there. And he's not even done checking in for the car when well, we get there. Here's the silly thing. So I, <laughs> um, due to the fact that my brother and I travel to Missouri for our rental properties, I am a part of like Hertz. And apparently I'm a gold member with Hertz, which means... I don't have to check in at the main office. I can go directly to the car it's lot. Too bad you didn't and know, get a buddy. Car. Too and bad I didn't, you didn't know that, but the lady decided to tell me that after she already got started all the paperwork. So, and that took, you know, it's rental car. There wasn't a line, but it still took like 10 to 15 minutes. So, yeah, luckily when they got there, there was only about three minutes left, but still it was like, are you sure you don't want this insurance policy? Yeah, I'm sure. Come on. It's like ridiculous. So anyway, then we went and got our car, and we got a really dope. dope car. Buick. It was like that's the nice thing miles. about going to like California to get a car versus Hawaii. Hawaii had a crappy car. I literally thought it was in the wrong lot, and, and then, that when like, we were going to drive out, they were going to take it away from us. And then like we us. got a yeah. super swag car, yeah. brand new. Uh, Smelled in brand California. new. Leather seats. Yeah, oh, it, was it was so awesome. clean and brand new. Anyway, got that, started driving, went to a we went to Little Italy, which is a part of San Diego. Yeah. Like downtown, cute little part of downtown. Downtown San Diego is called Little Italy. Mm-hmm. And it's like kinda near like the bay or whatever. So we go there to get breakfast to meet my sister Julia. And and she like has a table waiting for us and then we went to this place called Farmer's Table. Farmer's Table. Something like that. I think. Yeah, Farmer's Table. And yeah. they had like really good brunch all day long and so we ordered, like, I ordered an amazing, like, Benedict. What did you have? Oh, I had that, that, that Ranch. thing. Huevos Rancheros. Huevos Rancheros. Huevos Rancheros. Anyway, it was really good. Farmer's Table. And then we... Went to we a coffee do? spot. Right? The pe- the, oh, uh, then we went to Parakeet Cafe. Yes. Got ourselves some coffee. They have organic milk as well. And then we paid... Oh, we have to, like, pay for parking down there. Oh, my gosh. Because it's so hard to find parking in, like, downtown. Seriously. And Chaotic. so you have to go to a lot and pay for parking. And so Andrew didn't know this, so he pays, like, $25 for two hours of parking. For three hours. Three hours. Think, and four. we're going to be there way longer because we decided to walk to our next place because Maritime parking Museum. is so hard. And so we end up paying like $45 in parking that day, I think. Yeah. Because we had to sucked. pay after we paid. Anyway. So then after we get coffee, um, we went with my sister. We got to Maritime Museum. Yep. Which is a really cool museum in like San Diego Bay. Yep. And it's like all these incredible boats you get to tour. Yeah. From like submarines to like. Old ships. Old, like the oldest wooden ships that are still like, like the sailing. Status. Yeah, but like huge ships, like merchant ships, all these cool Spanish ships, like you name it. And we got to like tour all of them. You like pay $18 and you get to like self-tour like 15 boats. Yeah, super so awesome. So we met up with our friends Will and Amy there and their baby, Charlie, who is the most beautiful baby I've ever seen in my life. She's so like feminine and has like these pretty blue eyes and she has like really long lashes and i'm like i am so jealous of you baby 
<laughs> anyway, what happened next, Andrew? Well, do we want to tell the submarine that we went on? Do we want to talk about that? Let's or talk about Star of India first. The Star of India. So Love the Star of India is the oldest and currently can still run a merchant, merchant mercantile ship. So basically, like, it's made out of wood. It's made out of wood, and it can still huge on go. the outside. It looks like it's not that big, but you go inside, and there's like Several four different decks, decks four different yeah. like stories, and it's huge. It's massive. Um, but it's the oldest oldest ship that can still basically run. So that was really cool. Um, we it's went to that. It's called the first. Star of India, and I can't tell you the whole history of the boat because I didn't even read it all. Yeah, there were like I just pilgrims got, like, or gyp, like glimpses of it. Yeah. It has been used in movies, I believe, um, just because it can sail in the ocean. So, But after that, we ended up just kind of going and hopped on one submarine, I think, after that one. It wasn't very that unique, but submarines They're are so, so claustrophobic. And then we went to oh. a really huge submarine mm-hmm. that looked like it was about to like rust apart. Do you Literally, want to tell the whole story? Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah, so the story is is that it was, it was an old Soviet submarine that was actually a nuclear sub um, back in the days when the was Cuban it? Missile Crisis was happening. Was it Kennedy who was president at the time? Uh, it was either Kennedy or someone. Could have been Kennedy. Um, well, the whole Cuban Missile Crisis where Soviet Union was building basically nuclear um, facilities down in Cuba... Because it, they found out that the U.S. had hidden some nukes in Turkey, in Turkey, and they're like, "Huh, we want to be able US to hit you guys." Has nukes in Turkey? We're gonna put some nukes in Cuba. So we went down and basically kind of we're trying to get rid of them. Well, they sent four submarines to Cuba that Russia had nukes did, out of Moscow. Correct, they had nukes on them. Well, unbeknownst to the people, so, no one knew that they had nukes on them. The U.S. Yeah. didn't know. Um, so we end up finding this one submarine on Before our radar. That, the U.S. finds out that there's nukes in Cuba and freaks out. Correct. This is this is so the subs have been sent. Yeah. We're already in Cuba trying to like fight and be like, yeah. no, don't do this. No. No. Um, well, we end up spotting this submarine on the radar, and I they, can't remember how they found out that there were submarines out there. Sonar. They, okay. The ships have sonar which shoots. Down uh-huh. and then it bounces back so and they it shows you the ship. They found out there's Russian submarines down there. They found out there's submarines. They when they want to find out what they're. They doing. know they're not American, so okay. they, so basically what they do is they'll track it until okay. it has to emerge because submarines can only last about two to three days under yeah. water before they have to come so back this, up and get air. So the U.S. find out those submarines, uh, and the one submarine gets uh, trapped essentially. Yes, the, so one out of the four gets found, and so they follow it until it has to reemerge. Um, well, tell like the details, like. So the Russians were down there for a long time. The they lost communication with Moscow. Correct, because you're very far away. You're underwater. They have to basically come up to the surface to re-communicate. So this one submarine gets found by the U.S. They have they 10% oxygen left. They're picking up stuff on the U.S. radio, right? Correct, like because they're close like, enough to Cuba that they can hear stuff. They're hearing the stuff's going on, but they don't really know what's going on above surface. And they lost communication with Moscow, which is like their command or whatever. And they, they somehow f- know the U.S. knows they're there, so they don't want to come up, right? Correct. Well, they can also sense that the U.S. is there, but the U.S. also, towards the end, dropped, I think, like half a dozen grenades overboard. So there were explosions that happened. So they also heard those oh. as well. So they knew that, and so combined with those explosions and what they were hearing where they thought they were maybe at war with the U.S. So the, the Russian submarine pretty much didn't want to come up. For air. Correct. Which they need to after a few days, I think. Exactly. So they, and so they were, like, suffocating. The air quality was significantly declined. It was, like, 120 degrees inside the submarine. Yeah, and it drops down to about 3% oxygen capacity. And the main individual, I think, like, the admiral on the ship was, like, well, there were two we're guys. Going to, if we're going to die, we're going to die. There are two guys in Correct. command. There's a captain and an admiral, I believe. Okay. The admiral has overall say, okay. and he wanted to just nuke the so U.S. So this admiral dude is, like... Um, well, we don't know what's going on above the ocean because we're stuck down here and uh, Russia and the U.S. could be in war right now. So let's go ahead and just shoot off our nuclear. So they had a bunch of missiles on board, but they had one nuke on board. Exactly. Had a purple tip on it. This genius is like, we should just launch the nuke we yeah kill millions of people but who cares we should launch this nuke because we're about like pretty much they were all like about to die if they didn't surface correct because it was like 120 degrees in there and so he's like 
well, let's go ahead and just let off this nuke, and then we'll surface and because we don't know what's going on. Like they could be in war, and the admiral. Luckily, the captain. Or the captain had a had a better like, head. Dude, and what's said, your problem? Said, hey, we may not be at war, but if we you don't... send off this nuke, we will definitely. Yeah, he's like, start we don't know what's war. going on. We have not been in contact with Moscow. We don't know what's going on. We and have no business setting off a nuke that'll kill millions of people, and we don't know what's going on. And and he also said that if the Americans really wanted them dead, they had plenty of opportunities to basically shoot the submarine. At, and they haven't. And they so haven't. he's like, dude, I doubt we're at war. We could be, but I doubt it. And if we shoot this nuclear missile, we're going to have Start. started a war. So, and so he like talks this guy out of shooting the and the and the Russian dude wanted to because he's like I don't care sure we'll die but I don't care I just don't want to be shamed for not like for failing at our mission whatever the heck I don't think his mission was even to send it off they were but just he, down there in case they needed to nuke yeah the US, and so I he's believe. just like we don't want to fail our mission so we should just send it off even though we weren't told to and the other guy talks him out of well, it. Well, they have com- the admiral has complete control of the submarine, yeah. so he can choose to act on behalf of Russia. And anyway, I guess the captain guy talks him out of it. Yeah, it says let's reemerge, says, hey, let's, let's contact emerge. Moscow. Let's not just be sending off nukes for no reason. Yeah. So pretty much they emerge. The U.S. finds them. They get into negotiations with Russia. They negotiate that hey, if you take your nukes out of Cuba, we'll take our nukes out of Turkey. Correct. Long story short, the submarine pretty much like. Disappears. Disappeared out of the, the US night. in the night and got, makes its way back to Russia eventually. Yeah. Now, so whatever, it all gets taken care of. But this whole time, the no US about it. had no idea <laughs> that Russia had nukes on submarines in their oceans. And so this submarine escapes, heads back to Moscow after they negotiate and everything. And it gets buried in Russian archives, like the account of for what like happened on something. board for like 50 years, like what happened, the conversations and how like it was so like the, everyone was so close to being nuked. And like 50 years later, it, it comes like to surface from like Russian archives that like this all had happened and people find out, wow, we were like this close to being nuked and no one knew it because of this one guy who was like, well, let's send the nukes off anyway. And so... Kind of crazy story, yeah. but I guess the guys on board were like fairly shamed in Russia for like, yeah, which is weird because if they would have sent him off, like they would have like started a huge, huge catastrophe. Yeah. So I guess these guys were like, not like honored for the fact that they like survived a tough situation and made it back to Russia, but they were like. Like, somewhat ridiculed for it. I yeah, don't know. Totally. Weird stuff. You know, Russians are weird because every movie I watch where, like, Russians are a thing, they're, like, all, like, serious and, like, I dare you do that. You know, like, they're so intense and, what like. What was that accent? Russian accent. Uh, not a Russian accent. It was my Russian accent. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's move on. So, yeah, cool, cool Maritime Museum experience if you ever go to San Diego. It was only, what, $18 per person? Which I thought at first was, like, super expensive. I'm like, are you serious? But we spent, like, an hour and a half, two hours there. $18 per person, but it was a lot of boats. You had to see, like, 15 different ships. There were several we didn't mention And the fact that you could, like, self-tour was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so after that, we ended up, did we go to the hotel and kind of unpack and then we went out to dinner. We went to the Hilton Bayfront. Huge, in. huge lobby, by the huge way. Huge hotel. Huge whatever. hotel. Also $30 to park. I think A-holes. we got ready for dinner and then went to dinner at like yeah. 5, 5.30 or something. Yep. And went to this place called Queenstown. By the way, before this, how popular are electric scooters down in stinking San Diego? Hey, don't say stinking. That's stinking. rude. Fine. Say how popular how are how popular are electric scooters and they're San so Diego. popular. Everyone's driving these scooters around, and I'm like germaphobe. Oh I'm a germaphobe. I don't even want to ride all like the electric scooters. Oh yeah, but they're everywhere. It's kind everywhere. of crazy. Well, and the funny thing is, Little Italy doesn't like them, so they literally drive around a little government truck and trailer and throw them in the back. It's so funny. And I don't know where they dump them. We're but... like watching the like it says like on the truck, Little Italy like. City of the Little yeah. and they're like picking up scooters from tourists and just like throwing them in the back oh, of the trailer. Oh, so funny. Anyway, I guess it's a huge like tourist thing for them is to have rent rent out these scooters oh, so and people silly. drive the scooters everywhere. 
Anyway, so we went to Queenstown. Town, Queenstown. Really good food. It was a little Australian, bit... right? Or New Zealand? That was kind of the... Yeah, the like Australian culture. cuisine or something. Yeah. It was really yummy. What'd you get? I thought the music was too loud when we got there. It was yeah. like blaring right above us. Uh-huh. But it stopped bugging me after a while. I don't know. Yeah. And it was like outdoor seating with like heaters. What did I get? I got some chicken. It was like... I got like a... I got some chicken or something. So the menu looked really good and I couldn't decide what to get. And the waiter was there, like, wait, taking everyone's order, and he was waiting for my order, and I couldn't decide yet, and so I just was, like, ordered something so basic. Quinoa salad. I was like, oh, quinoa salad. But it ended up being, like, probably one of the best quinoa salads I've ever had. A lot yeah. of times you go to a restaurant and you order the quinoa salad, it's, like, so blah, but it was, like, super good. So it didn't end up being, like, a bad choice. It was just, like, my, oh, I can't decide, so I'll order this at the same yeah. choice. That's good. Anyway, super good. Um, and then let's see, went back to the hotel with our friends Will and Amy. In a hot tub in. Super fun hanging out with them. They're the yeah. best. Um, they wanted to go hot tubbing, but then like we went, we got out there before them, and it started raining. We're like, we don't want to do this. It was packed, like so, so many and, people. And like the hot tubs were packed. So it's like okay, not so fun. Yeah. And then we ended up. Going to their room and hanging. Uh, then I went, we went back to the room after we'd already got awesome suits. I showered. And then we went to hang out with them at their room. And then they decided they... It was like super late at night by this time. I think their baby was sleeping. Yeah. And they decided like, let's actually go hot tubbing. So we went hot tubbing. And I just kind of watched because I already showered. And then we went to bed. It's kind of late, like 1130. Yeah. And then we woke up and... Oh, we our room had two queen beds instead of one yeah, king right. bed, and so we each had our own bed. Yeah, we actually slept apart. That was so funny. I mean, yeah. Queen beds are a little too small for us these days. We're small. a little spoiled. Anyway, so Andrew like tucked me in and he went to bed. That's nice. Yeah. Anyway, and then the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh my god, I hated the shower at the hotel. Mm. Had no water pressure. You know, like some. You know how, like, hotel bathrooms are either, like, the best thing ever or the worst thing ever? And it was, like, normally, the normally worst if thing I ever. go to a hotel and I'm like, this is a great bathroom. This bathroom's beautiful. If you have a really nice place, they have a good shower. But if you don't go to a nice hotel, it's like, and this place wasn't bad. It was just, like, it sucks how bad these hotels' bathrooms are. Like, it's not that nice. They have horrible water pressure. Anyway, it was, like, the worst. Sorry, Hilton, but your, your bathrooms suck. Anyway. Yeah. So, I'm, like, I planned this whole time to work out in the morning because I had, like, a really nice big gym at the hotel. And I was, like, I'm going to wake up and work out. I'll feel so much better. But I was, like, I don't want to shower again at this hotel. I hate the shower. But I did it anyway. I went and worked out. Andrew was, what were you doing, sleeping? Yeah, I slept, man. He just, like, slept. And I went and got a workout in, so I felt a lot better. And then I came back to the room and showered after I was sweating. Yeah. Got ready to go to breakfast. And we checked out. Andrew was like, I'm hungry. We need to go to breakfast. And I'm like. I know. We got to get food, man. Anyway, so we checked out of our hotel because we had to check out at 11 a.m., which is so early. And so it's like, well, we might as well not, like, go to Little Italy, which is where we were going to have breakfast, and then come back and check out. So we're like, let's just check out now. So we went and checked out. We even got coffee around nine thirty while, while or eight thirty. We checked out. out. Yeah, and then we went and got coffee somewhere in Little Italy at Lofty. Lofted coffee. And then we kind of had a snack there as well. Yeah, chocolate croissant for me. I had this like chicken sausage goat cheese veggie thing yeah. they made muffin thing. It was so good. Should probably gloss over. Anyway, so we like ate. People like details, man. I know, but maybe we don't have to tell them about... Details. I like details. I don't I want someone to say... sweaty. Um, we flew into Georgia, and then we flew into San Francisco, and then no, we flew to I'm Mexico. Just... No, you want to hear details. Details, details, details. I know, but we got a like, lot of details, man. Buddy, we're good. We're good. You need and to my calm. tum-tum is going to be getting hungry. You oh, talked about Andrew's breakfast. hungry. He's hungry Uh-oh. right now. I made dinner, guys, and then we're like, we should record I'm our podcast before we I'm smelling it right now, guys. I'm smelling the dinner. All right, well, we'll get there. So we went down to Little Italy, which is like part of downtown, which is like 10 minutes from our hotel. We found parking. We went to, got coffee, got our like little pre-breakfast. We got all day parking this yeah, time. Yeah, pretty much like, smarter. We had fun, except Andrew was like panicking because he was like, when's everyone else going to get here? And I'm like, calm down. You just, we're on, we're on vacation. Relax. For the most part, like, this was relax. the most relaxed I had most relaxed I vacation I the whole I time you just need to relax and enjoy the moment. 
No, I I already had that Zen mode going. There was though this this one morning I was a little little antsy as far yeah, as when the heck he is ever going to show up. He like wanted to know when everyone's going to show up for breakfast, and well, I'm like, they'll show up when they wake up. We made reservations, and I hate. We didn't make reservations. No, we when didn't... we showed up, we put our name, and we're well, like, that was way there's going to be five of us. Once we found out everyone was on their way down, we went there. Yeah. So, Andrew's like, a little bit likes to plan, and it's like, no, no planning for you. you got to calm down, enjoy this, the moment. That's great. I'm in charge, and so Julia drove down, met us for breakfast. It was really sweet of her. Yeah. And then Will and Amy showed checked up. out eventually and met us, and we went and got, like, reservations at Farmer's Table again. Yeah. Anyway, everyone eventually gets there. And it's Memorial Weekend, so it was a little packed everywhere. And we got breakfast with them, talked politics a little bit, which was kind of fun because talks. most of the time if I try to talk anything political with people, they don't agree with me. Yeah. And they, well, Amy talked a little about finances the day before fin- as well, yeah. which is really cool. And it's cool. like, it's nice to talk to people that like you actually share similar views with on certain things. Well, and finances can generally be a tough topic for a lot of people, especially yeah. young adults and even adults. It's just nothing that you really ever talk with yeah. your parents. You know, it's, again, it can be almost an awkward thing to talk about. Yeah. So we always love hanging Really wish we lived close to Will and Amy. Yeah, they'd be a, they'd be a fun couple to hang out with. Yeah, so I just feel like beyond the surface stuff, we like get along more and deeper things. Yeah. So like you could have a deeper connection. We could have a deeper connection with them. Except he doesn't like Kevin Hart, which I mean, come on, uh, Willard, come on. He also doesn't like Spike Ball. I called it gay. Yeah, that was not. But cool. You guys can get I'm past. You guys can get That's past. Not... I agree with you, Will. If you're out there, which I know you're not, but What's if you it? are, I agree. Spike Ball is gay. No, Raquel just. <laughs> we just played one on one in a course. So competitive like... Andrew over here just crushed it. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, but when you're as athletic as Andrew, you can make it not look gay. I guess. Yeah. No, it is. It's like it's Then after that, oh well, we God. went on a hike. Anyway, then we went on this really cool hike. I can't remember the name of it. You have it on your paper? No, I don't. That was your one job. No, have facts. Why, why would I care about it? Because we want to refer these to other people. People want to know what hike to go on. People want to know what hike to go on. It's okay. Just text us. We'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> it was a really beautiful hike. It was. I didn't take a picture, and it's a short one. You, like, climbed through these rocks. I didn't take a picture because I was too busy, like, talking. I thought someone took pictures and sent them to us. Not, like, of the cliffs, though, that you climb up. Oh, Anyway, went to a hike, and then Will and Amy had to go back to L.A., where the area where they live, and they drove, so we said goodbyes, and then we went, where did we go after that, babe? With Julia. Yeah. We met up with my mom after that. Where did we go? What did we do? We went to the, uh, did we do the Mexican food? Was that oh, that, that night? That was after Coronado. Oh, right. Did we go to Coronado? No. Did we just head back home? Head back to your... Mm-hmm. Did we go to Coronado that day? No, we didn't. No. We went to Coronado on, Tuesday, on Tuesday. Where did we go that night? Are you sure we didn't go to Coronado that same day? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, we went to La Jolla and saw the seals. Right. Met up with my mom. Yep. And then we went... No, that was the next day. That was after breakfast. Where did we go after that? With ben went on the hike with us. Correct. And then after that, what the heck did we... We took Julia do? somewhere. Where did it we take La her? was La Jolla, babe. Went to La Jolla and saw the seals. No, we went out to that, the, um, that one bar restaurant. Hmm? What? En- Encinitas? Oh, we went to the, we went it's to all the coming beach. back to me now. Yep, we went, went to, to Encinitas, met up with my mom. We went to the beach in Encinitas. Yes. We hung out at the beach for a little bit. Yes, it kind of got sunny and go. nice. And then we left the beach eventually. Yeah. We left our cars and then went to this place called Beer Garden. There it is. And it is not how it sounds. It's not actually a beer garden. It's like a really cute, gorgeous restaurant. You ended up having, what was the drink called? It's made with like and coconut water. And they have water. this like gorgeous no, that was Julia. Oh. They have this gorgeous tree growing inside yeah. of the restaurant. It's so pretty. So it's called Beer Garden in Encinitas. Went there, sat outside. Julia was bragging about this drink there made of coconut water, like a cocktail with like coconut water in it. Mm-hmm. And I did taste hers. It was really good. But I ended up getting a, a hard kombucha yeah, that's what you instead. Got. Like yeah. a, it was good. 
And we got food there. It was super yummy. It was. I got like a really good salad. We got like my mom got like fish tacos and then wanted me to like split with her, but yeah. I think I got a chicken sandwich. One thing it I was yummy. might go to in restaurants is chicken sandwiches. Anyway, and then we eventually left there and then that one we went to I think that's when we drove up to Keith and Melody's, which is like our family. Yeah. And we stayed the night at their house. Yeah. And went to hung out with them for a little bit. Woke up with a serious like didn't you like back pain? Drink almost. wine with them. And Keith play, and Melody. Play cards. Oh yeah, we were playing. Uh, we played golf. Sh- yeah, it was fun. Anyway, we didn't cool, chilled white we wine. We were already pretty late, so we went to bed after that. Yeah. Good to see them. And then we woke up the next morning. Queen got size Got up, bed. packed up. No, we didn't we, pack up yet. We didn't pack up. This is no, Tuesday. Got up. Um, I didn't like go work out or anything in the morning because there wasn't really anywhere to go and. Similar shower situation, horrible water pressure, and I didn't like feel like taking a shower in the morning. Yeah, it was just like bad water pressure, and so I was like, I'm gonna if I work out, take a shower. So we just like, kind of got up and went, drove down to Encinitas, um, got coffee, and mm-hmm. then eventually Julie and mom met up with us. Yeah, we like went to La Jolla after that. Well, mom, the mom seals. spent the night that that night with us. Monday night yeah, yeah. she spent the night, so yeah. we were with her. Mom, mom came with us. No, yeah. yes. Oh. It was Tuesday night she spent it at Julia's, and we met them at Lofty Coffee in okay. Encinitas. Anyway, we went and saw the seals, got coffee, and then we went to Coronado Island that day. Yeah, Coronado which Beach. Which is so cool, honestly. So met cool. Marilyn Monroe. Went to the I'm Coronado Del Mar thingy hotel. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, they have a fun little it's bar like, outside. It was like Marilyn Monroe's hot spot. She would always yeah. go there to get out of the had, big city. Had a margarita. So Coronado Island is really cool. And the beach was pretty much empty because oh, it was yeah. the day after Memorial Weekend. Yeah. And the beach was empty and it was this beautiful, huge beach. You would never know you're huge. like in California because it's so like you feel like you're off and away from like the big city. Yeah. Anyway, Got that was sunburned. fun. Went lay on the beach for a while then went and saw the tour of the hotel. It's there. It's like an old hotel. Saw a bunch of cool pictures of Marilyn Monroe. Then went and got cocktail, or everyone, but me got cocktails. Cocktail at the hotel. and an appetizer, And an french appetizer. Fries? No, it was not french fries. It was this really yummy thing. I forgot what it was called. Oh, taquitos. Taquitos. And then our server, like, stops because he's watching me eat the taquito, and he's like, you're the first person I know who eats the taquito, right? Well, it's like a taquito lettuce wrap, they and Raquel like actually lettuce, had the lettuce. And I picked up the lettuce, I put the sliced of avocado in the lettuce leaf, and I put the taquito inside that and ate it like a burrito. Yep. And he's like, you are the only person who eats taquitos right that i ever seen. I work here uh, for six months. Such an interesting Mexican accent you got going on. <laughs> it sounds almost like Spanish or something. I don't know. Spain. Spanish. Anyway, and then we went from there, we went to dinner. Yeah, after that we went to dinner at... Puerto? At this rest Mexican place. Mi which I went to on my bachelorette party. What? And it was only, it was packed then. And what, kind of did you have? <laughs> what kind of margarita Avocado did you have? Avocado margarita. Avocado margarita. Weird. Anyway, man. and then I had, they had, it was Taco Tuesday, so like their tacos were a little bit discounted. And like mostly if you go there, you would order tacos because they have all these different kind of tacos. And they had like a sweet pea taco with like sweet peas. And. Well, first when we get there, I'm like, guacamole for the table, man. Because, of course, you're going to get guac. The guac ended up being so spicy. I could barely eat it. It was a little bit sad. And then uh, they have a lobster taco that was, like, additional $4 for the lobster taco. And I'm like, I've never had lobster before. I want to try lobster. And I did, and it was really good. Nice. But all the food was a little spicy. Like, more so than it was, normal. It was warm. Everything was just on the spicy side. I think I ordered three. It wasn't, anyway. I can't remember if I just ordered three steak or uh, three carne asada tacos or I not. I ordered two tacos and a side of rice. Because you're like, I'm not that hungry. Yeah. And then you're like, but actually, then I, I ordered am. a third taco. And then you afterwards. ordered a third one. And I'm like, buddy. Anyway, so fun. Awesome. And then we went back to Keith and Melody's like that night. Woke up the next morning. Packed up. Went to breakfast. Somewhere. We this is where we went to Lofty Coffee, got coffee while we waited, and then we oh, ended up going. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh man, my brain is just gone. We I went. Forgot. No. What did we have breakfast that day? We went to that one spot. Oh, oh, we waited oh. for Julia. We went to Lofty and Encinitas again, Andrew and I, and we waited for Mom and Julia to show up, and Correct. then 
we eventually made our way down to this chicken place in San Diego with Julie wanted to show us too. It was like chick something. It was like a really good like outdoor seating chicken place. And we had lunch, like an early lunch there before we flew out. Yeah. Anyway, guys, if you want any details of where to um, go when you're in San Diego, just also, let us know. We'll Calif- tell you actual like details. Of California what- drivers, get off your cell phones. When I was driving, ages like 18 to 35, 90% of the drivers are just on their phones. And California is scary enough to drive in anyways, so get off your cell phones, anyway, guys. But it was so fun. We didn't even see everything we were going to see while we were there. Like, we didn't even see That's because the Park. weather was nice, we so we ended up Bubba. like going to the beach. We didn't see Bubba Park. We didn't see Old Town San Diego. Oh, how did you feel about the Encinitas Meditation Gardens? Well, those, those, look amazing. those are beautiful. If you ever go to San Diego, go to the Encinitas Meditation Garden. It's the most beautiful place you've ever been. But- it's like on these cliffs <laughs> overlooking the ocean. Oh, it's so beautiful. Beware. It does say on the sign, like, no talking and no cell phones. And yeah. Raquel tells me before going in, hey, just a heads up, you can't talk. And as soon as we get in there, she starts talking to me. And I'm like... What? And then she pulls out her phone and says, Julia, take a picture of us. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Are we breaking the rules? She's being such a frost right now. Anyway, you just can't talk loud and be rowdy. And then yeah. you need to be quiet. It's and like a monk establishment. A, talking like a whispering voice. It's the most beautiful place you've ever been. It's, it's incredible. Anyway, and then, yeah. Flew back home, got into PDX around 6.30 p.m. Got home. I instantly unpacked when we got home. Yeah. Started de-germifying all of our travel luggage, got all the clothes in the laundry, and then started off the week. It was, whew, it's always hard to like adjust to being home again. Yeah, so we got back on a Wednesday. So basically, I took Monday through Wednesday off of work, and then I also took off Thursday and Friday because then I had a handball tournament. Literally oh, yeah. right Andrew after we got Andrew took like back. a whole week off work because he then like had to take off two extra days for his handball tournament, even though there was no handball tournament going on. Uh, the ha- Thursday, there was nothing going on. I don't know why you did Thir- so Friday, there wasn't anything going on until 3 o'clock, hey. so I don't really get it. Thursday, we go around, we collect the items from sponsors. There's like, like five of them to do it, though. It's like an excess of help. No, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this tournament that you just aren't aware of. I agree with you. But it was a great tournament. We ended up raising $6,000 for a strong family, local family. Um, so pretty much they have like a charity? Yeah, we have a nonprofit. Nonprofit where they raise money with their handball tournament and they give it to someone. So that's really nice yeah. of them. Basically, it's like the last handball tournament of the year. And so we make it super fun and we have incredible food. We got free beer. Um, and then, yeah, if we, we also get donated prizes so people can kind of buy raffle tickets so we can raise money for a local family while also having kind of a fun end-of-the-year handball tournament. So it's a kind of a win-win. But I yeah. kind of had to work all weekend because other people had asked for it off already. So yeah. I wasn't very there much. Yeah. But I it's tried to awkward. show my... What? I'm just kidding. But, but it was beautiful weather. We won our division. Andrew had fun. Woo. He won. Woo. They raised lots of money. All successful. Except for then, the next day, he got sick. Yeah. And I'm like, honey... What happened to you? Yeah, I got a little sore throat and then some congestion. I, I still am like... And he was like... <laughs> snorting out phlegm. take care of me. Yeah, literally. Then he like sneezed and he's like, I think it's getting worse. Yeah. Anyway, fun stuff. True. What happened after that? Graduation. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so we uh, we ended up going to graduation. Uh, my brother was speaking, giving the uh, commencement speech or whatever the speech where it's like, I go see, on seniors sure and be good. What? Um, so he was giving that speech, so that was one reason, but also we had five of our soccer players that we coached, um, that were graduating as well. So we wanted to go and kind of cheer them on as they're great kids. And I think it was Horizon's 2019 class, graduating class, graduated night. Babe. I'm so sorry. Look who's I on their no phone idea. now. The volume was on. Look who's on their no, phone. No, I just had to check an email. During our podcast. I was looking at the email where you described graduation. You're on Instagram right now, babe, and I see I it. I described I had to check an email. No, you are on Instagram. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, she blames me, but reality Guys, is, I was letting me. him have the mic for a moment. Be the star. Anyways, <laughs> our 2019 class graduated 19 kids. So um, That's pretty cool. But that's kind of why we've been going crazy um and we're a little late on getting this podcast out i don't think we really have much planned 
going forward as far as like anything kind of crazy we are going to be obviously going skydiving next week so that's going to be weekend on sunday so hopefully we can record the podcast on saturday so what we'll do guys is we'll record a podcast on saturday yeah and then we'll record another one telling you about skydiving yeah it's gonna be awesome so we'll come up with a good topic for saturday if you want us to talk about something feel free to hit us up on Instagram and let us know what topic you might want to hear us talk about and we will gladly talk about it. Discuss it. So, you got anything else for us, Raquel? Um, does, does Instagram have anything else for us, Raquel? US beat Thailand 13-0. What? Women's soccer. I know. I haven't Are seen the highlights serious? yet. I saw a friend post on Facebook that they beat them 13-0. Oh I'm so angry because we have Hulu and it says like on Hulu watch us versus thailand i'm like yes i'm watching this <laughs> soccer game and it's like please pay 45 dollars a month i know for, for Hulu this. live tv and i'm Come like on. i'm good i'm good as much as i love the u.s women's soccer i'm not paying 45 dollars for anything we will just watch the highlights so good stuff good stuff all right well guys i hope you're doing well sorry for the delay but wait, it's good to be back but we're back we're okay back. all right Good stuff, Andrew. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.